in today's show. It's another mock draft in my mock draft series. To answer your question, this is hosted on Fantrax. To answer your next question, it's a category league. To answer your next question, I'm picking at pick five. And to answer the question that you haven't asked, but here it is, who's introducing the show? Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Yes, there are going to be points leagues mock drafts. There's going to be one coming up Friday. Friday. ADP battles are coming more tomorrow as well. We just did must draft and do not draft players, which of course are very um, non-literal titles for those shows. And you'll get what I mean when you go and watch them or listen to them. We have a bunch of other stuff. In, in fact, I'm just at the moment organized. We did this last year. Like a fantasy basketball telethon. Went for four hours last year. I had a bunch of guests on. And we're going to do it again this season. Next Next Thursday... Yeah, next Thursday, 13th of October, we're on for four hours with a bunch of guests coming on. I don't want to go too long explaining it here because we've got a mock draft that we're going to knock out. Mitch Casey is going to be joining me for this mock draft as well. So we'll get into that in just a second. But before I get into that, I'll tell you that Bet Online is your number one source for all of your football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find, including including... Thursday night football tomorrow with the Indiana Indianapolis, that's the word, Indianapolis Colts going on to take the take on the Denver Broncos. The Broncos are three and a half point favorites somehow, despite losing their starting running back, who was my starting running back in my 16-team fantasy league out in ACL, and that pretty much screws me. But anyway, they are still three and a half point favorites, and you can check out that, plus all of the action um, for week five in the NFL over at BetOnline. It's your continued source, BetOnline is, for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. So the fastest and easiest way, you know it, to check on your favorite games and events, whether that's Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, or golf, it's BetOnline. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Cool. The game is starting. This draft is starting. We'll get into that in just a second. I'm going to bring Mitch on. And it's going to be cool. All right, so Mitch is here. We'll bring him in. But before we do that, of course, Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> Mitchie, how are you, mate? I'm doing good, mate. How are you doing? How's I'm, the voice going? It's, uh, you know, I woke up this morning. I woke up at like 4.30 this morning because I had to do the Roto World live draft show. So that was really cool. And my throat was sort of like, oh my God, is it going again? It's all right. I can do the I can do the gilly laugh. We're getting back into business. My vocal cords are being treated very kindly. And uh, we're ready to do another mock draft. How are you going? I'm doing really well. Yeah, busy, busy time of year. So lots of uh, lots of content being pumped out, lots of mocks and uh, lots of slow drafts as well at the moment. So it's all hands on deck. Yeah, I've got a lot of tabs open of slow drafts. Um, <laughs> at least I finished one of the lock- my Locked On Fantasy Basketball Bowl category draft. I'm still doing points. I'm doing a Dynasty one. I'm doing the FBI 20 
Uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of drafts happening. There's a lot going on on this channel. There's a lot going on on your channel as well, Mitch, which people can, of course, find. Ball Boys, Fantasy NBA, find that on YouTube in a, a podcast form as well. We're going to get into this mock. It's 30 seconds. I'm, I'm picking up pick five. Let's get, uh, let's get this mock started. All right, so the draft is starting. I'm going in there. I'll unpause everything. Let's get started. I'm picking at pick five. As I said, Mitch, you are down at number 10. Um, Let's do it. Do you actually care who, who you're picking there? Like to me, towards that part of the draft, there's about five guys that I just don't actually care which one I take. And I did a post on this on Reddit um, yesterday talking about like how we over-obsess about what we do in the first round. And I think you're in a spot where I, I'm not sure that there's really a wrong answer there. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a weird spot for me. I've got like a pretty solid top eight. I'm getting Jason Tatum a lot of the times at eight. I think I've got pick eight in the Locked On Fantasy Basketball and our Pro 20. And then after that, it's it's a bit of a mishmash of players. Lamelo, Trey, um, Carlton Towns, uh, Steph, all, all those sort of guys. Lillard, yeah. Um, Halliburton, yeah, it's just, it's just whatever. If I can hopefully get two of those guys, I'm hoping one of them comes back to me. Although I think that's normally sort of 11 or 12. So we'll, we'll see how we go in the second round. But first pick, I don't really mind. Yeah, I think you... I, I didn't deliberately give you this shit pick, but I, I think you're in a spot where your first round pick's fine, but I reckon there's like 14 really solid ones. And then you're at 15 in the second round where things start to get yeah. a little bit little bit weird, a little bit iffy in that spot. So what you do there, I'm going to be really intrigued to see what you end up doing. Or maybe one of those guys who I think is a top 14 player falls down to you, which is definitely possible as well. So here we go. We went Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, Durant. Let's take Luca. Um, at five. This is not to say that if I had pick five, I would take Luca because I probably would take Harden. But in general, his ADP sits him in that area. I think Giannis, Embiid, Durant, and Doncic all have an ADP on Yahoo of four. So yeah, this is the you know, the order I'm doing it. I did yeah, Giannis, Durant, Embiid, Doncic, um, and then I'll do someone else at six according to sort of regular ADPs. But I don't know that I'd take Doncic at five. I'd probably take Jim Harden there. I, I personally would take Doncic over J- James Harden just because right. I've I'm a big fan of punting free throws, and I, I'm still a little bit safer with Luca, but that's just me personally. Um, I, I've got them ranked back next next to next to each other. So you just did the thing. Um, you just did the thing that I've been doing on all my shows, and I'm trying to get the habit out of it. Is saying like I think this personally, and you just said me personally. It's a scourge. <laughs> oh, it's a scourge, Mitch. I can't. I can't get it out of my system. I'm just going to fully lean into saying me personally as a whatever. I don't, I'm just going to keep, keep doing it, but I can't stop it. And apparently, everyone's doing it now. Anyway, after Harden, where you can't get Tatum. Tatum goes at seven, Curry oh, goes shit. at eight, Ball goes at nine. So you're at ten. What are you doing? My cue just got destroyed. Um, I'm going to be selecting Carl Anthony Towns here. Um, I think I've heard you say that you don't think he's a first round guy. I kind of maybe d- disagree a little bit. Uh, look, if he's the fifteenth ranked guy, I don't really care too much. In my experience, doing a lot of drafts recently, um, centers are bloody hard to find, yep. and um, that's true. Even even if he's just a little bit behind this, I think it would save me having to reach on a center later in the draft. Um, and I think I can get a decent guard coming back here. I'm hoping the guy I normally get at this point, point if it goes to, to plan, is Kyrie Irving. So if I can get him and Towns together, that would be very nice. Not to spoil too much about the Roto World live mock, which is going to air tomorrow. I had pick eight in that draft. And I just, because the big men are just so hard, I just punted all big man stats and I just went hard into a five cat oh, build. Okay. And I did get Kyrie in round two. Um, so he, he, he's going to be available for you. Or he obviously is. Halliburton, all right, let's finish that off. Towns at 10, you make your pick. Towns at 10, Lillard at 11, Trey at 12. And then 
Halliburton goes at 13. That's just so standard. Bam at 14 is wild Bam to me. Bam is crazy. That's, what? That's... I, I think Bam might not be top 30, especially if he starts taking more threes because that's just going <sighs> to kill one of his biggest strengths, his field goal percentage. And if he plays more power forward with Yurt Seven at center, it hurts his rebounds. I That is crazy to me. That, that is wild. I've, I've never seen Bam go that high. Um, I, I'm getting a bit more comfortable with him going at the end of the second round, but yeah, that's um, that's wild to me. Yeah, I, I would consider him with that Big Dog Frog. Who Big Dog Frog, I don't know how he's gotten into two of my mock drafts because they fill up in like 20 seconds, but he's managed to get into, much like Sean and Callum, my arch nemesis, who didn't get in this one. Um, Quick trigger fingers. All right, who are you looking in? at? Oh, shit, it's my pick. Um... Well, no, it's not. no, it's not my pick. You scared me. Um, Sorry. I don't <laughs> I just know. know these things are going quick. What am I, who am I looking at? I've got no idea because I'm talking to you. So let me have a look. And do you have any issue with, say, Paul George going there like that Mike just took? Oh, it's in Zion. Um, no, not not a big issue with Paul George. I might have someone like a Devin Booker, maybe slightly ahead, who I just feel a little bit safer about. But PG, punt field goal. Um, Fuck, yeah, Zion. I I'm not... Not super, super concerned. Zion to me is very, very high. I would again, compare with Tatum as well. Yeah, I don't know. I would take Zion with that big dog frog at probably the round three spot. Yeah. I consider round. Two, I think it's going to be unbelievable. And he hit all these free throws yesterday. Not that that means anything, but maybe it means something. We'll see. Um, oh, Booker goes. So I have. Uh, do I take Kawhi here? Do I take Anthony Davis here? I might take Anthony Davis. I've never drafted Anthony Davis in any mock this year. Let's try and build it with Davis because. He's a shit free throw shooter, so that's all right. That's awesome value, I think. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm okay. I haven't drafted him anywhere. So let's see how it goes. And I've got him at pick what was 20. That? Pick 20. Yeah, that's. Uh, I haven't seen him drop that far. I also um, haven't seen him a lot. Interestingly, and I think, you, I don't know, I'm not sure if you're aligned on me with this. I haven't seen Anthony Edwards actually drop this far, and I'm okay with it. I don't think he's going at 15, 16 in some drafts, and I don't really know that that's value. So yeah. he has um, he's fallen. Um, yeah, I, I'm okay, sort of, if on the turn is about as early as I would go with Edwards um, to, to pair with maybe a Jokic or that sort of a thing. Um, but that's, yeah, I've seen him go at like 15, 14, which, yeah, seems a bit crazy. And there he goes. This mock draft is fucking wild. I don't know what is going on in this mock draft. <laughs> uh, DeJounte went at 21, which is fine. Then Gobert to pair with Embiid. What? Anthony Edwards with Giannis? I don't know what's going on. Sabo- yeah, we're, we're throwing out convention here. Ah, that's all right. That's Weird stuff's going on. That's fine. Look at, the, look at that combo. Jokic, Sabonis, and Morant at pick... Or the pick one. So after my pick of Davis at 20, went DeJounte at 21, Gobert 22, Goose Anthony Edwards at 23, Sabonis 24, Morant at 25. And I'm going to tell you, Mitch, I know you can't hear my sound drops when I do them, but when we get to Keldon Johnson, I've got a brand new, got a brand new sound drop for him based on Jared Johnson telling me that his nickname was The Stallion yesterday, which I hadn't heard before. Stallion. Okay, yeah. no, I haven't heard that one either. Because I, I was telling Jared, like, you would know this, that anyone here that has the nickname horse means doesn't doesn't mean that they're, like, a big in, in terms of horsepower. It means that they're big in terms of something else. So, yeah. So, we'll, um, yeah, so that's... Uh, that's, well, Kel- that's well, uh, well, good for Keldon, then. Yeah. Good, good on him. There. Good on him. Big, uh, big Dick Keldon over here. It's coming up to my pick. Kawhi goes in round three. I was going to take Kawhi with my pick instead of Anthony Davis. Um... And I wouldn't have paired Davis with Kawhi if he had a fallen back to me, but I reckon there's some pretty good value in Kawhi. How do you feel about the return of all the injured guys as I make my pick that happened in preseason recently? Um, I think everyone's looking pretty good. A lot of the guys that I, you know, I've been saying I'm not worried about. Um, Jamal Murray, he played. Ben Simmons, I haven't been worried about. They're the two main guys that I've been a bit higher on than most. Um, they're looking good, feeling pretty comfortable. Miles Turner there in uh, in round three, going early with the the blocks. Yeah, that's what we... 
I have to really like if I've got yeah. Davis, I've, I've got some block value there. Um, and there's just no one, <laughs> you know, they just go away, right? There's just no one else to get blocks. Yeah. Um, and I'll focus on some other numbers in my next picks, but I, yeah, I'm not massively confident in Turner, but I am confident that he's not going to end the season with Indiana. And, and, and you'd rather you'd rather Turner over Porzingis at that spot? Well, with Davis, I think there's a bigger injury risk with Porzingis than there is with Turner. Not that Turner's Good not point. immune to that. So, yeah, I didn't want to put Porzingis and Davis as my two and three, but he obviously was a uh, in consideration. This guy's gone Zion and Porzingis. Whoa. That's that is risky. But you know, honestly, that could be Tatum, Zion, and Porzingis. There's risk there. It, it could actually be three top fifteen players. Like Zion could actually just yeah. completely blow up. And, but you could be just rooted. Like you might not be able to do anything with that team. Like a, that's 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 a, a risk. Uh, Fred Van Vliet going that. Um, what was that pick thirty three? That seems like good value. Um, yeah, it is I, good I, value. I, I was in the camp of having him in the second round, but I'm I am a bit more keen to get him in the in the third round now with his knees and that. But still, he's a, he could be a top twenty guy, and then you punt you punt field goal percentage, which obviously you're doing with Steph, Paul George, and and Fred Van Vliet. Um, you're looking pretty strong there. I I said this on my show the other day. I hate the second round, but I really like the third round. And like it seems the, like there's 20 guys that should go in this round and and round four as well. Like yeah, Butler, Cunningham, I like here. Siakam, I love. Um, Garland, Van Vliet, Drew Holiday. Oh, there's so many good options here. Whereas in the second yeah. round, it's like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know about these. Deal's still on the board. Oh, oh, there there goes. Goes. Chris Paul, 35. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. So after my yeah. Miles Turner pick, just to recap, it goes: Butler, Porzingis, Van Vliet, Garland, Drew, and Beal. And now we're up to the last pick of round three. Which, yeah, I've been getting Drew in a lot of a lot of drafts. Um, I think he's just. Rock solid at this point. Yeah, he um, is. I love getting his steals early. Uh, I love getting the assists early. I feel like he's just, yeah, rock solid when there's a lot of other risky guys, especially when I'm getting Kyrie a lot of the time in the second round. I just want someone who's a bit more bit more solid to, to finish off sort of my first three or four rounds. After you make your pick, I'm going to tell you what I'm planning on doing. And it's a bit wild, but we'll see. Um, what are we at? 38. Jarrett Allen went at 37. If I... I'm deciding between Donovan and Chris Paul here. Ooh, interesting. I'm wondering how strong my points are. Jalen Brown. I might go with Donovan at this point. I think I just need a bit more scoring to stay up there. Um, yeah, let's go Donovan Mitchell. At 39, I think that's about where he should be going. I've seen him go much higher than this in other drafts, but 39, I think it's fine. Um. I was going to do something, and I think I'm not going to do it now. I was going to take Ben Simmons with my pick, but I reckon I do need a bit of scoring, so he's not providing that. But I, whoa, I, just, I was going to take DeRozan, and Mike just took him. Um, I think I do need some scoring, though. Drives up quick. Yeah, it does. And I'm okay because I've got Doncic and Davis, who might be really big scorers. Fox? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I was looking at Aiton, but probably not a, not a fan. Yeah, I think it is Fox for me, actually. It could be a 25-point-per-game guy, and then maybe... Oh, well, maybe fuck. maybe you're going to have to reconsider. <laughs> oh. uh, I am going to have to reconsider that. Fuck. Levine. All right, Levine. All right, that's that's good. That's All right. Let's go. Snipe Levine. Are I'm... You- I'm- how are you feeling about Mobley sliding? Because I've seen him go way earlier than this. And I think it's, I'm all I think for, it's fine. I'm all for Mobley in this round. If I was a team that cared about blocks, I would um, absolutely be scooping him up. Um, yeah, I would too. Yeah. But I'm not I, might even, I might even have him before Turner, to be honest. I just feel 
safer. I feel safer with a bit more scoring, a bit more assists. What um, if they do what they allegedly are going to do and start Karis Levert? When's he going to touch the ball? Oh, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't know how long that experiment will last. Hopefully um, not long at all. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, surely they're not dumb enough to put everyone to the side and let Karis Levert oh, God. Uh, dominate the ball. <sighs> I mean, I know, I know that's how he plays, but come on, surely. Surely we're not going to stunt the growth of, you know, their best and most important player for, for Karis Levert. Oh, you look legitimately, Levert loves a shot. Loves the smell of his own farts. Like he's going to be out there taking as many shots as he can, and Mobley might be the fourth option, which is stupid because obviously Garland and Mitchell are going to get theirs out there, and then they get a stagger. Oh yeah, they'll stagger. But that, that's it's still troubling to me that that might be what they do. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Yeah, I also don't know if it's confirmed yet. I, I know that I think he started. Was it yesterday or today? Chris F- track. He started today. Chris Fedor tweeted it out, um, saying that he is going to get the first crack at the starting job in the regular season. So they're going to try guys in the regular season, but Fedor was pretty plugged in there. He said that Levert is going to get that first crack at it. We'll see if that changes in the next two weeks. But yeah, I was under the impression they were just going to keep rotating them through and seeing what happens. But he's basically like, no, Levert's going to be it unless something like crazy happens. Okay. Interesting. Oh, so after let's recap after I took Levine, at 44, Middleton at 45, Mobley 46, Scotland Barnes at 46. It's too high for Scotty Barnes. Like he's got to be maybe in the 200s, maybe a 20-team league. It's, it's too high at 47. Um, Shea at 48, CJ at 49. Now, I've taken CJ at 49, and I hated myself for it. Like I had some real like therapy I needed to go through. What do you think about CJ at 49? Um, the, the thing for me is um, we've seen this phenomenon of people just forgetting how to shoot free throws in the last couple of seasons. Um, oh, CJ, oh, that sucks. Um, CJ might be the latest victim, and I just, I just don't know if. Yeah, you can't guarantee know, that it know. comes back. That's the thing. I'm, I'm concerned about him and Ingram because I don't know who's going to be the guy that takes the biggest hit, and, and it could just be both um, with Zion back. So, it might be a little bit high for me. Um, not crazy though. I know scoring is hard, so yeah, not, not the worst for me. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Scoring is hard. Um, I need assists and oh, Jalen Green. Um, I need assists. Can someone give me some assists? Um, do I do it? Do I just go Josh Giddy? Nah, it's too early. Surely not. Let's do Brunson. Let's do Brunson. I think I like about Brunson. Yeah, it's not too early though, but I think it is. And especially on my team with the punt free throws, I think it would have right. worked, but. I don't know. I just like the fact that Bronson's going to play 40 minutes, probably. Not yeah, quite well, 40, Tom Tibbs is, uh, yeah, 39. He's going to play a lot, <laughs> which is good. Yeah, no. he, looked, he looked good the other day. He, um, he started off hot and slowed a little bit, but he was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is the one thing that I can see a bit of benefit with Brunson this year is just those minutes coming yeah. up. Um, yeah. and, look, uh, he's still... Harlow Boncaro at 54. Fuck, he, he's, look... Man. Brunson still had what I thought would happen. Third highest usage out of those starters. Like that is what I assumed would happen. It was Randall, yep. it was Barrett, and it was Brunson. Everyone's like, oh, he's the number one option. Like, like settle down. But the fact that he's going to play those big minutes and have solid enough usage with good assist numbers is useful. But yeah, I think we needed to pump the brakes. And it is one preseason game. We'll see what happens to the others. But that's exactly how I thought it would go. He'd be the third usage option. And we'll see what happens. Fuck, that's a late for Aiton, man. Aiton after Bankero is pretty insane, I think. I I, I cannot get around that Bankero pick. Um, yeah, that's just that's just way too early for me. I'm 
on the clock here. And Ooh, Baines went. Um, I'm considering a couple of my favorite guys here. Let's go OG at this point. Lock away my steals, some threes, some solid across-the-board contributions. And uh, and then hopefully I can get another guy that I'm really a fan of in Vassell on the way back. Um, yeah, Vassell's I, I think, on my list. Um, I feel like I've heard are you... I think you're you're lower on OG than than I am. Is that? I just I'm not low. I really like OG. I think he's a really good player. I just Zubats. What what are we doing? What is Hold fucking... on, sorry. Uh, you know what? I think this guy's just. I think I vaguely remember this guy saying at the start. Well, my league has double doubles. Like, okay, cool, but this one doesn't. Uh, anyway, so this guy's lost his mind. Oh, you know what, John the Goat? You're going to get shit on this entire mock draft now for stupidity. Um, <laughs> what are we? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. As uh, anyway, with OG, I just I don't feel like I'm ever going to draft him because I'd like him maybe at 68 or something, but he's going in the 50s almost every single draft that I do, and I'm just not keen on him there. I think he was I think he was 52nd last year. I think that's nine category. I've got in my head, and I um I know that you don't care too much about turnover, so he might be a bit lower in eight category settings. But no, he's around that spot. Yeah, though. I think I think he's just going to do what he does. Um, I don't see any change really from from last season. Um, I was pretty big on his breakout last year, and that Same. didn't happen with yeah. uh, with um, Scotty Barnes taking the big step up. Oh, and it worked out. I got my guy here at 63, Devin Vassell, who I am very keen on this season. Um, so, yeah, Devin Vassell. I've got Gideon Shangoon in my queue that hopefully get back to me. I'm surprised to see Shangoon still there. Well, there goes Giddy. Fuck that. Um Giddy, it goes at 64. Vassell at 63. Kevin Porter went at 62. Uh, Johnny Collins goes at 65. That's yeah. That's you talk about OG sort of being boring and in that zone. Like that's what John Collins is. Like he's just rock yeah. solid here. Is there any upside? No. Is there any downside? Probably not. Yeah, he sort of just yeah. sits there. Um, yeah, really just nicely in that area. We are getting closer to my pick. <sighs> One away. So what am I going to do? I well, Shengurin is what I'm going to do because that's who's in my queue. Julius yeah, I think Randall. this is a good spot for him. He's actually, I think, I feel like he normally goes earlier than this. Yeah, he's I, probably going to get. He's probably going to go here. Absolutely, no doubt, he's going to go here. This guy is definitely. He's at the top of the queue. He went. He went Bencaro. Ooh, oh, okay. He did it. He took the horse. Whose horse is that? He took the horse. Keldon Johnson and his big, big, big member. <laughs> um, I don't know why I said member. I can say cock if I want. Uh, there you go. I'm going to take Alperen Shengun at that pick, but the uh, old horse stick himself goes Calden Johnson at 67. I would have much preferred Calden going at 69 there. Um, uh, Shengun goes at 68, and that's to me. I've never, oh, I haven't I'm seen sorry. Shengun go that late. Hey, fuck it, he was going to be in my queue as well, and I wanted to get him on the way back around, so it annoyed you. Um, I'm, so, I'm so upset that he went crazy in his first um, preseason game because... I've been I've been shouting from the rooftops about Jabari Smith this preseason, yeah. and uh, and now um now the whole world is going to be going to be on top of it. So well, I don't know if Yahoo is because they've got him ranked at like 130 or something. Yeah, but Yahoo are clowns. Wait, um, to, wait till you see my um if if you watch at the Roto World mock draft, some of the the guys I was able to get at some interesting spots. Yeah, right. Okay, if they're going anything close to those uh those rankings um. I reckon you've got a few steals there. I'm pretty sure I got Julius. He was, he got was, Julius he was like in the, the 90s. Oh, wow. Um, I think yeah, he Jabari was. was in the 90s, and I was saying he's a he's a sleeper at that point. And then they move him back 40 spots. Isn't and, it, and the, the same 260s with, um, first? Yeah, Jalen oh, Smith. Jalen Smith, yeah. The, those two Smiths. I'm like, what are we 
What are we doing here? Yeah, I don't know why. What what logic is behind it? That's because nothing changed with those guys. Like, no. what logic was there? Did they say, "Oh man, Derek Favors is in Houston now"? But even then, I think pretty sure that update was done before that nonsense trade. Yeah, Clint Capella. Yeah, I, I don't get it at all. Clint again. I'm sorry, Roto World, for spoiling him. My Clint Capella in that mock draft went after Anyeka Kongwu, which <laughs> went <sighs> some crazy stuff. Crazy stuff happened. Anyway, Capella at 73, I think, is totally okay. You, you've piqued my interest. I'll have to tune in and uh, and have a have a watch. All right, who we got coming around? So this is where this is where I like the fact that I've gone Towns at number one because since then I haven't drafted a big man or a center. Um, very much punting blocks, punting field goal percentage half kind of ish, um, well, that's and I don't really have to worry about my center. Um, it's early for Wiggins, but that guy is punting free throws with Giannis pretty clearly because he's got Wood and Simmons as well. Still early for Wiggins though. What's Wiggins yeah. do that's actually good at this point? Like he's average with some negatives. Like, what, what does he do that's good? He's like an average scorer, but you've got better scorers still on the board. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Don't really, uh, don't really get that one. You definitely, you probably would have been there the last uh, on your way back around. I think that's probably true. Is it my pick? It is. I better pick. Oh damn! Sorry. You might. Uh... No, he's in my queue. Like, okay. I just. Oh good. <laughs> I thought you were aware since you were talking to me. I uh, well, I wasn't aware that it was my pick, but I did have the queue set up just in case that sort of stuff happens. D'Angelo Russell, because after this, the ability to get assists is really quite tough unless I want to rely upon a Jalen Suggs or Mike Conley. And I, I don't want to really rely upon those guys for assists. Yeah, no, it is tough. I'm going to have to definitely target some with my next pick. So who, um, who are you going to get? Marcus Smart, maybe? I'm looking at Smart. I'm looking at Lowry. Um, oh, yeah. I'm looking... Does Pool give me enough? Yeah, Pool's the other oh, one no. I was, was going to look at there, but I don't think he gives you enough. And I was talking with Jared the other day, like if you try and work out a Warriors rotation when they're healthy, like this is oh, so, the, the bench is so hard to find minutes. Like there's yeah. just, like, I don't think he can play thirty every night. Okay, so back around to me. I've got the decision here between Smart and Lowry. I think that I'm going to go. Hmm. My steals are pretty strong. Uh, oh, Jesus, this is a quick one. Oh, no, nah, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go Marcus Smart. I, I'm just going to let Lowry go because I'm just a little worried about his age. And I, I'm, I'm a bit ageist when it comes to fantasy basketball. I like getting my younger players. Even though Marcus Smart isn't young, he's he's obviously not 36 like Lowry. Uh, yeah. And I just think that there's less risk of him completely dropping off. And Lowry has always had a lot of wear down issues. Like for... Yeah. Five, six, as long as I've been doing this podcast, with the time you hit March or April, there's always something that's going on. And he's still got this ongoing personal issue, which we don't know. We don't need to know what it's about, but we know that it is it is still around. Yeah. And that is, yeah. a li- I, I don't mind Lowry at 100 because, you know, what he gives you there is, is really good. But 80, there are other options uh, on the board. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, think, uh, I think I'll let him go. I'm hoping on this next pick to get me some PJ Washington um, to fill another center-eligible player. He'll give me some decent assists as a center, and he is there on the board, and some good threes, and should give me about a steal per game. So um, that is my selection there. A few guys have fallen here. Like I like PJ there, but Michael Porter Jr. at 86. I don't really see that happen. Clay Thompson is still on the board, which is a surprise. Yeah. Um, even Michael Porter Jr. was available in the 90s in my uh, locked-on fantasy basketball draft. Um, I can't wait to get I, all the ADPs of that done. That's going to be exciting. Will you have that data? Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. There's about four that have finished so far. 
Um, but I am going to do a whole show on the 30 divisions for categories and points to show just where guys went in those uh, in those leagues. Yeah, that um, would be PJ at 87, Horford at 88, Keegan Murray at 89. Murray looked pretty good coming off the bench. I think this is about the right spot for him. What do you make of Horford this season? Um, I think he'll be. I think he'll be good. I mean, the fact that Robert Williams is injured definitely helps him. They don't have much depth behind um, either of those guys. Oh, Russell Westbrook. Um, so I think he's going to be forced into playing minutes. Um, I was a little bit worried about them resting him down the stretch, but I don't think they have that luxury anymore. Um, so I think, yeah, he is fine. His points obviously suck. That's the problem, yeah. Um, but I, I guess you just got to weigh it up. I've got no issues punting points, though, and it looks like this team might be punting points with Chris Paul, LaMelo Ball, uh, Giddy. So yeah, I think that, they, they might be leaning into that. Be. So I think that's a fine selection. It's a problem when you get, and I've talked, it was on Chucking Darts podcast yesterday, and we're talking about how recently, the last few years or so, as this draft, let's just roll down what happened there. When Al Horford, Keegan Murray, Gordon Haywood, Russell Westbrook, Wendell Carter, who's high picked, I picked Trey Jones at 93, Gary Trent 94, Lowry 95, is that these days, you're getting all these players get 35, 36, 37%, 38% usage. Their NBA teams are going, this guy's really good at having the ball in his hands and should orchestrate everything rather than like, oh, let's spread it around to the guys that are worse. So yeah. we're seeing big usage guys, the heliocentric model of offense, a lot more. And we're seeing but a bunch of guys, like Draymond gets six points a game in 30 minutes. Robert Covington will get you four points in 20 minutes. Horford will get you eight. You know, these guys get 11 points and 12 points. Whereas when you're drafting those guys in fantasy, it's such a massive drop because to be average, you need 16 points per game across your team. If someone gets you eight, like it, it kills. And you have to be either average or bad in that category and just go, well, I'm just not going to win it now. And there are a lot more of those players who contribute in other areas, but just kill you in points. Yeah. And that's why I, I really like the punt point strategy. Um, I think it's it, it gets a lot of value just because of that psychology of people mm -hmm. wanting to avoid those kind of players. Yep. Um, yeah, I just think you can grab some good value um, with those kind of guys. When you draft like Halliburton in round one, I think you're locked into that because he might score 19 yeah. and all those other round one guys are getting 25, 27, 30. Like, yeah, even even like Lamelo Ball or James Harden, I Agreed. don't mind sort of Agreed. leaning into something like that. Yep, like Lamelo might average twenty four, Harden might be twenty one. Like who knows? Yep. Like, and that's it's great, but it's not compared to the others because you You're don't on the clock here. You can't fuck me. All right, um, thank you for that reminder. No worries. <laughs> uh, da, da, da. I'm going to take the big fella, Buddy Heald. He Ooh. had. A, an, I wanted a small forward. He also his assist numbers in Indiana were insane. He's starting yeah. next to Duarte over Ben Matherin. If everyone understands, Ben Matherin has been struggling in camp. He's a shooting guard who does nothing apart from score. Rookies like that suck nearly every time um, until maybe we hit February. If you think Jalen Green sucked or Anthony Edwards sucked as rookies, uh, yeah, that's what Matherin's going to do. And he's coming off the bench, and I don't expect that he's going to push into that starting role unless they trade him, which they might do. Um, but he was averaging like five assists a game or something in Indiana, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, as long as he's there, um, yeah, the assists were definitely a nice surprise. Um, so, yeah, I think that at 102, he's definitely got a lot of upside. The only obviously issue is if he is traded, but 102, like whatever. I'll like get, if he's traded later. I'll get rid of him like if I need to. Who yeah. cares? Like I think there is upside. Now, we're getting into a weird-ish spot. I'm going to throw some guys... Um, someone also tweeted at me today, like I tweeted out the Pacers starting lineup for the their first game. It was Halliburton, Heald, Duarte, uh, Jalen Smith, and Miles Turner. Um, and like, oh man, what? Like, Jalen, someone tweeted, oh, Jalen Smith, I don't know, no Isaiah Jackson at power forward? Like, no. 
Like Isaiah Jackson is a center. Um, this has always been the plan, but not everyone has seen that or has been tuning in or looking for the last two, three months at fantasy that that, so that sort of stuff is um, not always apparent to everybody. People just say, yeah. well, Isaiah Jackson's power forward eligible, so therefore he'll be their starting power forward, and that's just not really how it works. Yeah, I think, um, no, he's, he doesn't have the floor spacing ability to be a power forward, so he's yeah, he's pretty much strictly a centre, although they'll kind of like interchange him and Smith. Kind yeah, of. There'll, be, there'll be times, but he's not going to yeah. be, they're not going to start. I don't think he no. shot a single three in college. He did last season, he's starting to expand his game, but I don't think he shot any in college, which yeah. is interesting. No, I- I don't remember him being a three-point shooter at all in college. Monty Morris, one hundred four, Sadiq sorry. Bay, and then you. Who did you go? Yeah, so I've gone. I've gone. Uh, Anthony Simons there. I think that's actually good value at like the mid one hundreds. Um, I'm a little, I... little worried about him, to be honest. What are you worried about? Um, well, if they're going to make Jeremy Grant the pseudo number two option, which is what happened in that first preseason game, first preseason game might not be anything. But Simons's value, like Simons, was bad until Lillard got hurt, and then until CJ got hurt, and. He doesn't get steals. He doesn't rebound. And I don't know. If he just might be like like a Jordan Clarkson type of scorer. I don't I don't know. I'm just I just a little worried that the fit with him and Lillard, if he's not that clear number two guy, maybe isn't. Maybe. At this spot, it's totally fine, right? But some people are expecting yeah. huge, huge numbers. And I'm, I'm a little worried. The, the lack of rebounds, steals, um, blocks, obviously, are... Uh, drop his ranking, but I think in my build, I'm I'm punting a few of those things. I'm pretty strong in steals, so I just needed his his points and threes and free throw percentage. So yeah, which I is, was pretty happy to get him. And uh, but yeah, I mean, if he is the, the third option behind Grant, that does sap a lot of his value. I, I, I would I say have to third. Think, though, he's a better he's a better option than uh, Jeremy Grant, though. I, surely, I agree. But Jeremy Grant took equivalent amount of usage basically in that first game, and I don't yeah. think he's going to be the clear number three. But they might be two A two B which yeah. rather than clear number two, clear number two, he's maybe, he can maybe hit top 80, top 90. 2A, 2B, it limits a little bit of that upside, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's early for Bogdan Bogdanovich because he has a knee injury. And I do not want to draft guys with coming off knee surgery um, who won't be ready to start the season. I like Bogdan, but I would have liked to have gotten him later than that. I'll just um, get you to keep running off these picks, man. I've just realized my... Computer's about to die, so keep keep rolling on those picks for me, and I'll be back in two secs. No, it's Mitch, you go do that. Um, and then I've got a question for you when you get back. Din, uh, where we got Jalen Suggs at 108, Josh Hart 109, Dinwiddie 110, Mitch took Bones Highland at 111, Brandon Clark at 112, Bogdan at 113, Jaron Jackson at 114. And here's my pick. Mitch, I'm going to make my pick, but can you explain to me why you boned up at 111? Um, again, I just wanted someone with a little bit more upside. I've, I've stocked up on some centers. I'm not worried about blocks, rebounds or anything like that. So I wanted some scoring, wanted some assists. Um, and I think that bones, you can do that. I'm optimistic that maybe he gets ahead of KCP at some point in the season, maybe not to start, but he was shit um, in the preseason game, by the way, bones, he was really bad. He, he was, he was, I mean, I, I try to temper my expectations, you know, don't read too much into preseason games. I, um, I I'm more watching lineups, but I, I just, I think he's, I think he's a good gamble at this point and um, sort of fits my build. Um, yeah, but it, it, build it was important. a bit of a shit point in the draft. There wasn't it anyone is. that I really, really liked. Um, so just went with a guy that I think has a little bit of upside at least. After I picked Duarte, because of course, um, at 116 was Alinek at 117, who was the other guy I was debating there. Conley at 118, Mitchie Robinson at 119. What'd you make of Hartenstein clearly outplaying Mitch again? Not again, uh, as he expected. Looked, he looked good, like dropping threes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm a big Hartenstein fan. Uh, I think that he, yeah, if, if I was coaching, he would be the starter for me. I just think he just provides more. Mitch Robinson's very one-dimensional. Um, yes, he is. So, yeah, but, and even in 24 minutes, like he could, he could maybe even average, you know, he could be the top 120 player. So um, I think he, yeah. Ooh, Rob Williams. Injured players coming off the board. Isaiah Stewart went at the end of round 10. Rob Williams at round 11. Aaron Gordon. That is too early for Aaron Gordon. I don't know what the point of that is. I just, I just There's no upside in Aaron Gordon, I, I don't think. Um, who, who are you drafting first out of Jaron Jackson Jr. and Rob, Rob Williams? Jaron. So yeah. I, I know that Rob Williams is out for two to three months. I don't. I don't. Look, Jaron, literally, so much. Oh, maybe he's back. He, he could rock up in November. All right. I know Rob's not going to. Yeah, Jaron might not. Oh, no, but I, just, I think the worst case for both of them is the same time that they, they return at the same time. I think they are going to be returning around the same time, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because I drafted Jaron Justin Jr. two years ago when he was out a minute and uh, <sighs> missed most of the season that I've been scarred. In saying that, though, in the locked on fantasy basketball, I just got him at pick 101, so uh, I'm on for that right again. I think I got him in round 10, maybe in that one as well, Jaron. All right, it is my pick. I'm going to take. Jared Vanderbilt, who flashed quite a bit of passing skill. Um, and he's got good passing skill, but they allowed him to do that in Utah, which I was a little surprised at, which is bloody awesome. They're um, starting big as well. They've got um, mm-hmm. three of those big guys out there to, as their starting lineup. I wonder if that's going to be something they do for the whole season or... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I th- yeah was interesting. They could go with Sexton and Beasley at the 2 three. I'm pretty confident they're not going to go with Horton Tucker. Yeah, no, he looks like he's well out. Yeah. He looks out of shape too. Yeah, he does. I don't I don't think he's going to be one of those starters there. And I'm not even no. considering him as a last-round flyer, to be honest. Neither. Yeah, he's out for me. Um, yeah, Sexton's interesting. Um, I might have to drop him down at my board a little bit, I think, if he's not. I'm not worried yet on that. Maybe, but I'm not, not worried yet. Yeah. It, it, yeah, the only concern is to me is if he's not out there starting, it, it kind of gives me a little hesitation that they're just going to give him the absolute green light, which is kind of what he needs to be the fantasy beast and star that we, we want him to be because um, he doesn't provide a lot else. Yeah, the, my only issue is him and Clarkson on the bench together. Oof, like, But Clarkson started last game uh, over with Beasley out and Sexton stayed on the bench, which was not something I expected. Your pick. Okay. What are we at? One thirty. Hmm. Just, just um, to recap while you think there, after I picked... Uh, so it went Isaiah Stewart, Rob Williams, Aaron Gordon at 122, Herbert Jones at 123, which is late. I've seen Jones go way earlier. Brooks at 124, Vanderbilt 125, Bob Portis 126, Harrison Barnes 127, Brooke Lopez 128, Lou Dort 129, and then you took my man Isaiah Hardenstein at 130, which I love. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've gone him. That'll, that'll basically shore up all of my center players that I am happy to take there. I think he can maybe give me some assists from the center position if he gets into at least like a 20 plus minute a night roll. And if he's banging in threes, um, yeah, I think there's a bit of upside there. I am going to not tell you what I'm going to do yet because although you can probably even see it on the screen, you can see my cue, can't you? L Um, L to me. Oh, I can see. Yeah. On the video. Yeah. Yeah, You can. And I'm watching that. It's all right. Lucky this draft doesn't mean anything. Um, so I can just tell you, like I want one of the magic point guards, I think. Cole or Fultz, probably Cole, but I'm not sure. I just want the to Fultz get broken some... toes, bloody oh, shit timing, isn't it, it? It annoys me. It's so annoying. Oh, what, what, what? I tell you, Max Struess at 131. John the Goat, I know I was going to tell you, I was going to shit on you for the Zubats pick. Uh, what are we doing? Struess, yeah. even, even 30 minutes a night starting Max Struess isn't worth this pick. 
let alone a guy who doesn't look like he's going to start and is going to compete with minutes with Oladipo and Vincent and Hero and someone else that I'm Duncan Robinson maybe. I, I don't I don't get that at all. And then he took yeah, Alex I'd... Caruso at one thirty four. Are you taking Caruso or Dasunmu as you make your pick? Um, I would take uh, Dasunmu. What makes you think that Dasunmu is good? Um, I don't, but I think he's going to be out there and getting some assists at least. I, I probably just don't want either, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> I think is the, the honest answer. Um, but yeah, I just think that Caruso in a bench role, he's really just a streamer to me. There's, there's not enough usage. Yeah, I think if Dasunmu starts, it ruins both of them. Like last season... In the games that Dasunmu started, he wasn't top 150 and he played 35 minutes a night. It's really hard to see him getting 35 minutes a night when Dragic White and Caruso are still all there. Um, yeah, he might start and play 30 or 31 and he's going to be next to Levine and DeRozan. Like, is he ever going to... We talk about, you know, guys not touching it and not scoring. Is he ever going to do it? I don't, I don't know. I just don't know yeah. if there's... You can say, oh, he's upside as starting point guard. The upside might be the 140th best player even if it gets that, like he had everything and he'll improve from last season. There's no doubt. But he also shot a ridiculous two point percentage, which I'm not sure is real as we move forward. It is my pick and better take full in my queue. Cause I'm just talking too much. I don't know. If that's I think that's good out. value though. Yeah, it is. Look, if, you, if it works out, it's maybe 40 spots of value, but again, the injuries. I mean, before, before the toe injury, I, I had him like, you know, 110 sort of, sort of level. Um, yep. It, the timing of the injury is the, the most, annoying thing because it was a bit of a position battle-ish kind of a thing, but he should get back before um, Gary Harris. So there still should be a good three-man rotation at that guard spot, to be honest. Yeah, he should get back before Gary Harris and he should be prioritized over Gary Harris. Norm Powell goes Absolutely. at 141. Doesn't look like he's going to start, unfortunately. A Kongwu goes at 142. I'm not sure. Like, I like a Kongwu. really like him. I'm not sure there's huge upside in him. And do you think they're going to just make a change midway through the season and either trade Capella or bench him? I, I'm not sure that they do. I think I do think that a Congo will be starting by the end of the season. It's just a matter of when, and it's just a matter if you can hold him on your team for that long, um, which I'm not sure. It it might be sort of like after the All Star break kind of kind of a thing. I don't think it'll be in 2022. I am just going to think about my pick here. What do you think of where are you at with Tari Eason at the moment? Um, I love him. I think he's I think he's awesome. I. Look, he's going to be someone, I've, I've said this before, he's my Shangoon. We're going to be holding and That's hoping out yeah. uh, for him probably for far too long, but I still think he's a fine flyer. I I want to make sure that I temper my excitement and don't reach for him too early, but second last, last round, I think is about the right spot. He was great in that first preseason game. He also is currently third on the depth chart behind both Gordon and Tate, and Tate was yeah. out of that game. And... Yep. Like he he might start the season playing fourteen minutes a night, and I think that's look. I, I would just I would just start him if that was me. But this is not how coaches work. This is not what they do. Yeah. And I, I just don't think that that's going to be the case. And you're right. It might be February before he's playing twenty eight minutes a night. Yeah. Um. So I'm like people have asked me this question a million times. I don't know if they've asked you like very specifically. Hey, do I get Santiel Dharma or Tari Eason? And I think that to me it it depends what you want. But Aldama's going to start. I think. And then come yeah. off, and then you could drop him later. Whereas Eason might start in four months. Yeah, no, Santi is definitely someone that's rising up my boards a lot. Um, did you um, did you have Brandon Clark penciled in the starter before these preseason games? I know, I know, I did. I don't know if that was foolish, I, but I did back in the start of August, and then I talked to a Grizzlies guy, uh, Joe Mullinax from Locked On Grizzlies, and he went, "I don't think Clark's going to start." And then I heard it yeah, somewhere okay. else that Clark's not going to start, and then I adjusted that pretty quickly. But I thought it would be. Um, I don't even know who I thought it would be. 
But oh, actually, no. I, I thought Aldama was an option. I put him as a, hey, take him in the last yeah. round. Let's see what happens. Zaya Williams or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I thought Zaya yeah. Williams was the other one. Or they might go with LaRavia or someone like that. But I, th- I thought that Zaya, they might push and go smaller. Zaya is like 6'5 or whatever. I thought they yeah. might, might push that and go a little bit smaller. Um there, but I did have Sun. I'm pretty sure on my like, Grizzlies preview. Hey, like you want to take a flyer on a guy, take Aldama because yeah. I, I think there's a chance he starts. And he looks really good. Like he, he, he looks, does. He, he looks, looks really good. good. I, I think it's legit. Um, yeah, he's definitely someone that's rising up my boards. And uh, yeah, sitting at the top of my queue right now. Oh, you are. So Although I, I put him into my I queue. Suspect, I suspect that he might not make it to me. <laughs> two no, picks. He'll make it to. He, he went. He's generally going at the end of the thirteenth in a lot of round in these fourteen round drafts that I'm doing. He's going there. And you're going to be able yep. to get him, I'm pretty sure. Like, I would have had to take okay, him. Yes. I took Kendrick. Uh, I'm getting 15. him here. Yeah, I'm getting him here. I think, um, what's his, um, what's he going to do with his minutes? Like, he's obviously hitting threes. Is, is he a big blocks guy? He's a rebounder. Steals. Rebounder, rebounder. scorer, some threes. He's not really a blocks guy, but he's a pretty efficient player, I'm, I'm pretty sure. That's what I'm expecting looks, from him. He looks bloody lanky. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Just, I, I am excited by him. I, th- I think, I think. Yeah, I think he could be he could be a good late round target. I'm gonna recap some picks. After Norm Powell was a Kongwu, Reggie Jackson, Karis Levert, Robert Covington to start round thirteen, JaVal McGee, Derek White, don't really like that one. Precious Achua in round thirteen, uh thirteen, the fourth pick, and then Kendrick Nunn is who I took. Then it went Lonzo Ball, then it went Tari Eason, who we spoke about already, and then Mike took Patrick Williams, who I thought looked terrible again. I I think there is yeah, he's gonna start, but I'm not actually sure there's any upside in this guy. It's your pick. Yeah, again. nah. Um Oh, jeez. Okay. Come around quickly. Well, look, look at these young guys last, coming off the board here. Jalen Last Durham. pick. Um, my cue got taken with quickly. Let's just go. Let's just go Trey Murphy and just hope that he gets some minutes and can hit some threes and do something with it. But yeah. What I want to do is grab but, Caleb Martin with my pick just to let everyone know. Yeah, I just took him in uh, in our dynasty, our thirty dynasty league, and I feel pretty good about that. I think at two, he was like outside the top two hundred. Um, yeah, I think he, he he should start for the Miami Heat. Um, I imagine so. Again, people might avoid him because he's not going to score a lot of points, but he should be pretty solid across the board. Everywhere else, that's a Poku's a good pick there. I think he's going to start over Basley. Um, some of these picks in this last round, they're just going to get dropped to me. Like you know, yeah, Ben Matherum is going to be shit house to start. David Mitchell, I'm not sure what match he's going to play. Um, yeah, Pat Williams, I think, might struggle. Walker Kessler, we might see limited minutes here. Well, Victor Oladipo went, so that gives me Caleb Martin. I like Oladipo as a last-round pick. I'm still, It's still that same problem, though. Hero and Struess and Vincent and all these guys. Like, Is there yeah. actually enough upside in Oladipo unless they just cut guys out of the rotation? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're, we're, we're really deep into the draft. So, I mean, that is the, the probability that a lot of these guys will get dropped, but that's fine as long as you know what your worst player is. And if there's a hot guy coming off the, the you know, the first week, you, you make that switch. Well, and Speaking of hot guys, Kelly Oubre is still available, which surprises me. I don't know. Why. Oh, that's someone. Yeah. I, yeah, um, I could have, I, I could have taken him there. Look, I, I think Steve Clifford's going to hate him, to be honest. But at that spot, it probably would have been worth me having a crack at it. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that Miles Bridges is going to be absent, he's going to be shooting the lights. Well, I shouldn't say shooting the lights out, but he'll be shooting a lot of the ball. He's going to be shooting at the lights. <laughs> um, we got, so after Oladipo's Caleb Martin, Jalen Williams, the Bronco, um, Ayodesunmu, Kevin Herter, and KCP. KCP, that's crazy to me. Um, so Ubre remains undrafted. Wiseman remains undrafted, which is not something I expected. 
And uh, you want to recap your team, Mitch, before we get out of here? Short and sharp. Yeah, so, um, yeah, short and sharp. Just went with a pretty classic punt, sort of blocks, punt, uh, field goal percentage build. Even though I did start with uh, Carl Anthony Towns, who's not bad in either of those categories, the fact that he gives me threes and assists, good free throw percentage and points from the center position, I think is valuable. Um, and then big string of guards and wings um, until finally getting PJ and a few other guys late. So I think I'll be competitive in points, threes, assists, steals, uh, free throw percentage. Um, my turnovers aren't horrible for that kind of a build either, I think. No, they're pretty and, good. Your, your turnovers yeah. are pretty good. So I think I should be either alternating wins and assists and turnovers. So, um, yeah, I think I think that actually worked out pretty well for me. I'm not too not too mad about that draft. My team was Doncic, uh, Anthony Davis. Then we went with Miles Turner, Zach Levine, Jalen Brunson, Shangun, D'Angelo Russell, Wendell Carter, Buddy Heald, Chris Duarte, Jared Vanderbilt, Markel Fultz, Kendrick Nunn, and Caleb Martin. I think my team's all right. Like I'm bad at free throws. I'm bad at turnovers, but I'm solid across. I'm probably not super strong in a number of categories, but it's like almost like a, a semi-balanced build with just the bad free throws. Like I'm not massively huge in these numbers, but I'm competitive in rebounds. I'm competitive in most categories and streaming can really get me competitive in three. So I'm okay, sort of a mid-round sort of team. The In the terms of the projections, which yeah, we have our projected standings on Basketball Monster, which they're not always... Oh, there's there's a lot of things that go into that, but yeah, you you projected second. Kish was first, then it went Booker, Big Dog Frog, Mike, Robin, me. I'm a fun guy. David Williams, OC, Vasquez, and Gian the Goat. Not a surprise after he uh, did the Zubats nonsense at round five, which is uh, you know, Zubats might be good, but yeah, you know, you're losing a lot of value by taking him there. Mitch, we're gonna get yep. you out of here now to tell people what is going on with you and what people can check out. Yeah, well, so we, we're pumping out a video every day at the moment over on Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball on YouTube and on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those sort of good spots. Um, you can also check out our season draft guide at ballboysnba.com. It's just a little quick $10 subscription that'll give you my rankings. I've got a few articles up there as well, and we do a weekly Q&A for all the subscribers over there. So check that one out, guys. And uh, yeah, no, that you can find me on Twitter. On the, on the screen there. Yep. You can see Mitch's uh, handle if you're on audio. It's Ball Boys NBA. You can follow, find him on YouTube. And uh, Mitch, thanks for uh, coming on doing a mock with me. No worries, mate. Always fun. Cheers. And that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app on YouTube. Throw it up. Leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. What horse is that?